This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me today is Tony Shore. Looking happy as usual, Tony. Today's show is going to be called, Is Long-Term Care Insurance Worth It? That's what we're going to talk about today. It's a question that I get a lot, and we're going to have answers for you. But before I, we get into it, Tony. I'm guessing the answer is no, and we'll just end the show. Do you want to end the show there? <laughs> no, gonna, no, we'll no. We'll see. I, I think we can get a little more robust than that. But yeah, I think so. It seems that's the kind of mood you're in today. Is that what we're... <laughs> no, I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. I've been, uh, you know, I've just been sitting here drinking about 40 cups of coffee in prep for the show, so I'm... I'm on fire. I'm ready today for you. you might I'm going to be ready for you, Dan. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you might be the first recipient of long-term care on the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, 40 cups of coffee might not be too good for you. Um, so long-term care, I think this is going to be a great topic. First, I want to ask, let's define long-term care. I think there might be some confusion about what constitutes long-term care and what does not. It's a good point. Um, long-term care, when I use the term, it, it really comes down to medical issues someone's experiencing that re- has them require some sort of outside assistance. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to a nursing facility or nursing home or even an assisted living facility. You could be at home and staying at home and still require long-term care. And so the technical definition has to do with activities of daily living. And by that, uh, we're talking about bathing, dressing, incontinence, uh, transferring in and out of bed, those types of things. Sure. So there's six activities of daily living. And if you cannot perform two of those, then you actually qualify for long-term care. Or that's the technical definition. Okay. So if someone has a situation where they have a stroke and they can no longer bathe themselves or eat, you know, feed themselves that would mean that they qualify for long-term care. And that's when uh, long-term care insurance policy might kick in or, you know, a lot of um, different long-term care riders on different insurance products would technically kick in. And it's got to be signed off by a doctor. You can't say, well, I can't eat anymore and because I don't feel like lifting my hands. It's got to be a doctor certified. Yeah, and I've heard some amazing statistics from you, actually, and in the media about how many people are going to be needing long-term care. I mean, I think it's like if you're married, there the odds are you or your spouse, or maybe even both, will eventually need long-term care. 
Yes, at some point in your life, I think it's something like 80% or 65% yeah. of uh, of people will need long-term care at some point in their lives. Now, how much or how little is unknown, and you could need long-term care for a week. So it's, you know, it it's that could be a little misleading or and years. sensational. But odds are people are going to be needing some sort of long-term care at some point in their lives, particularly as they get older. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a tough thing because uh, why is this a concern? Why are we talking about long-term care insurance? Number one, because so many people are going to need long-term care. And number two, because of the cost, right? Isn't it expensive? It is. It is expensive, and there's a couple of reasons for that. But you're right. A lot of people are going to need it, but not many people have it at all. Wow. Um, it, it's it Long-term care insurance the traditional long-term care insurance policies have seen decreases year after year in the number of people actually buying these policies. And that has to do a lot with the insurance companies that are actually providing it are disappearing. There used to be hundreds of insurance companies that actually offered long-term care insurance. Now we're down to a handful. And the big names like MetLife um, are gone. They just stopped selling it. So what's going on here? Um, the prices are going up for long-term care insurance and less people are buying it. And then the insurance carriers are dropping it. So it's really quite a strange situation. And the question remains, is it worth it? Is it worth buying? And that's what we'll address today. I think what we've seen is there used to be, I think they started in the 80s, we'll say, um, really starting to sell. And a lot of people bought them then. And they bought it Typically, you know, it's going to pay X number of dollars a day. We'll call it $100 a day uh, for as long as you need it. And what happened was people started living longer and the insurance companies got it wrong. They priced it wrong. And to combat that, some of them folded. Some of them sold their biz book of business to someone else, passed the buck. Um, but a lot of them are seeing price increases. People that bought long-term care insurance policies long ago are seeing their premiums go up every year. And in some cases, there'll be a 40 or a 60% increase in their cost in one year, just because the insurance company has got it wrong. They didn't price it correctly. So you can look at this in one of two ways. You could say those long-term care policies were a steal back in the day because people weren't paying the right price, so they got a great deal on it. Or you could say insurance companies are evil and they're just milking everyone out of their money Either way, um, it doesn't change the fact that they're still expensive. Yeah. Yeah, and people didn't like putting all that money in and then maybe never getting anything back out of it. That's true. That's the other big reason Not why people Not getting don't a buy return it. on the money, right? Right. They, they figure, okay, I'm buying long-term care insurance to pay for a long-term care, say, facility if I need it. But what if I don't? What happens to that money? It's like auto insurance. I'm buying insurance to pay if I get an accident, but what if I'm a good driver? Do I get do I get anything? No. And, just, and and auto insurance is one thing, but long-term care insurance is very expensive, isn't it? It really is. Um, it's it's amazing um, how difficult it has been to get this product right. You figure all these actuaries and these insurance professionals would figure out a way to make it work, and um, they really haven't, and it's been tough. And so. Um, I think the reason why people aren't buying it because there's a lot of uncertainty and like you said, it's really expensive. But I'll tell you this, Tony, 
long-term care events. I'm talking about someone needing home health care or going to a nursing home or some sort of, they need some sort of health and coverage that isn't covered by Medicare, by the way. A nursing home or home health aid coming every day isn't covered by Medicare. So you have to pay for it yourself. So this insurance is designed to pay for it. I think this having this long-term care event is the biggest chink in the armor for the armor that I set up for people with retirement plans, meaning it's one of those three knockout punches that I always talk about. Long-term care events can destroy even the best laid plans of retirement. And so that's why I talk about it. And the question still remains, is buying insurance the way to handle it? And I'm thinking, and, and, and I'll talk about the pros and cons, but I, thinking that it may not be which mm. might surprise a lot of people because I'm a, I just said it's the biggest reason why a lot of retirement plans fail yeah because if you don't have long-term care insurance or you don't have a way or strategy set up to cover those costs and you need it I, I let's talk I mean the cost the pricing it's absolutely insane I know some assisted care livings uh, centers uh, memory care nursing homes, they can cost over $100,000 a year. Absolutely. A private nursing home in the Tampa area, easily over 100000 in a year. Um, that's for a private room. But even wow. if you get like a shared room, you're, you know, 80000 a year, ninety. It's no joke. So what's going on here? I think yeah. the big thing is it's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive to care for people. Like you said, the memory care, you're talking 24-7 coverage, lockdown facility. Um, you, you know, it's not a good thing. And then how long? How long are you going to need it for? You can need it for a day, five days, a year, three years. You can need it for 20 years. If you think about dementia, you know, you, you might be perfectly healthy. You just lost your mental capacity. Well, well you know, that requires 24-7 care so you don't hurt yourself or do something crazy. Um, that's expensive to pay someone to watch you for that. So is long-term care insurance the answer? Um, we talk, I have a video on dolphinfinancialgroup.com on YouTube that talks about the ways to pay for long-term care. And we talk about self-insuring, using insurance. We talk about reverse uh, mortgages. There's a lot of different ways to pay for long-term care, but what are you really paying for? Um, you're paying for that medical professional to come help you. And what I want to talk about specifically is whether or not to buy traditional long-term care insurance. That's the key. Mm. Do you buy a traditional long-term care insurance policy? And I could break it down into really three main categories of people. You have the super wealthy. And when I, I don't I want to say super wealthy. I'm going to say if you have a million dollars of assets or more, you might be able to get away with what they call self-insuring. If you have $10 million, you don't need long-term care insurance because you can afford to pay for a facility, right? You don't need to buy insurance against that. But if, um, but so that's, you know, usually if you, you're wealthy, you, you self-insure. Now, if you don't have a lot of assets, say you have less than $100,000 of assets and you're single and you have no kids, you're not worried about passing any money on to the next generation, then you then you don't really need long-term care insurance either because you'll just spend down your assets to pay for long-term care, right. and then Medicaid will kick in and cover the rest. So Medicaid, right. not Medicare, Medicaid, which is state-run, 
will pay for a nursing facility once you spend out all your assets. So if you're a single person, you might spend everything down to the last $2,000 to your name, but your nursing facility will be paid for. So you don't need long-term care insurance for that. It's the middle people, the middle ground, the people that have about $200,000 to $800,000 of assets. They don't have enough to self-insure, as we talked about, it's expensive. But they don't have they have a little bit more than they don't necessarily want to just, you know, give to the state or or lose to a nursing facility. They want to pass it on to their kids or maybe maybe they're married. If you're married, that's a that's the where it really comes into play, because one spouse might need uh, a, a nursing care, home health care. And the other spouse is perfectly fine. But you're going to spend all your money on one spouse and leave the other one destitute. So there's this ground middle ground of people between 200 to a million dollars and married that really have to figure out what to do. They're the ones that would probably be the best candidates for actually purchasing insurance. Wow. Well, so you're saying that basically long-term care insurance is probably not a great option for a lot of people then. Right. Even those that are in that middle ground that that may want to purchase long-term care insurance it still might not make sense, and I'll tell you why. When you're looking at a traditional long-term care insurance policy, it usually pays a certain number of dollars per day. Let's call it $200 per day. So you'll buy this from the insurance company, and the insurance company is saying, you pay us every year for this policy, and if you need it, we will pay the nursing facility or the home health aid or whatever $200 per day um, uh, You know, for a certain number of years. That's the other thing. So they might say, we'll usually pay it for a set number of years, usually three years. So let's say it's three years. They'll pay $200 a day for three years. And they usually also set what they call an elimination period, meaning you can't use it for the first 90 days. That's where usually it starts. Um, So if you think about that, $200 per day, 365 days a year times three years is roughly $219,000. So $219,000 is what the insurance company is on the hook for. So how much is that going to cost you? You have to figure it out because you're going to pay for it whether or not you actually use that $219,000. But there's a set pool of money. You can actually do the math here and say, I'm buying coverage for $219,000. How much should I pay for that? And figure it out that way. Um, You have to ask yourself, is $200 a day enough? It might be enough today, but is it enough in 10 years when you might use it? You got to factor in inflation. And... Home health care and nursing home care inflation, as you know, is going up much higher than traditional inflation of other goods. So you have to use an inflation rate of like 5% just to keep up. And then you got to ask yourself, is three years enough? Well, for some it might be, but what if you have a dementia issue and you're healthy? Otherwise, um, three years might not be enough. You might be in there for 10 years. And then once three years is up, the insurance company's not paying anymore. So you start to look at this and say, does this really make sense? I don't know. I don't think so. Then you have that elimination period. And this is really important, Tony, and people gloss over it. When I'm shopping for people, they ask me, you know, let's, let's price this out. And as you know, I'm a financial planner and I focus on investment management and helping people retire. But this is such a big piece of it that I also have an insurance agency that'll shop around for long-term care solutions. And so, what I talk about is this elimination period, which is the wait, waiting period before it kicks in. And it starts at 90 days usually. You can go down to 30, but you can also add to it 
You can make it 180 days. I've seen somewhere you can make it a year before it actually kicks in. And this is important because think of it as like, um, as health insurance deductible. Like I have a high deductible plan and if I don't use it, my price goes down. And my, my insurance is a lot cheaper if you add a big deductible. Same with long-term care insurance. If you add a longer elimination period, if you say, I'm not going to kick in until six months of needing it, it's going to cost you a whole lot less than if you said, I want it to be available in 90 days. So you can lower the cost by adding to the elimination period or the length of time before it kicks in. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, the way I look at long-term care insurance, if you're going to buy a long-term care insurance policy, I look at it just like I look at most insurance. It's for a true catastrophic emergency. Health insurance, I don't use, I don't buy health insurance so I can go to the doctor for free. I pay a big, you know, I pay regular price to go to the doctor. I buy insurance to protect against a major illness or a major tragedy in the family. People pay big bucks so they don't so they they don't have a copay at the doctor. Makes no sense to me. What if you don't use it? Same with long-term care. You want to add that elimination period and self-insure for the first six months if you have to. It saves you a ton of money on long-term care insurance premiums, and then it still protects you in case you really need it in the long run. That's why I think when you're pricing out and looking at long-term care insurance, it's important to understand what you're doing and make sure you're understanding what you're trying to accomplish, which normally should be a true catastrophic event. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad to know that there are options out there. And I know you have a number of uh, strategies that can be used to cover long-term care and retirement if you plan ahead for it, right? I do. There's, the, I, you know, when people, it, people ask me, what should I do? Because this is, they know it. They, especially people that have helped their parents through the process. People that have paid for a nurse or a nursing facility for their parents are the first to say, what do I do to so I don't have to do that to my kids? Because that's what it comes down to. You're, you're going to put the financial burden and emotional and physical burden on your children. So you don't want to do that, especially if you've gone through it. You've, you've firsthand experience, once bitten, twice shy. So um, those middle ground people, the people that have enough but not enough to self-insure, they're the ones that are first to say, what are my options? And the traditional long-term care insurance, they, there's, th there's really a couple of major issues that people have with it. First, like you mentioned, you buy it and you may not use it. So it's a waste of money and, and to some people. Um, you're worried the company might disappear, which has happened. You know, what happens if you buy a long-term care insurance from company ABC and they go bankrupt or sell it? Or, you know, what happens then? All that money's gone? You know, what happens when you get the price increase? Like I said, those 40% increases in one year were not uncommon. It happens. Um, and then another issue that we haven't talked about, but still does happen is you might get your claims denied. You might say, oh, I didn't know that I needed two activities of daily living. I can't, I can no longer um, eat, but I can do everything else. So they're not going to give it to me. That seems unfair. You got to understand that when you go to claim some of these long-term care insurance policies, you might run into some difficulties. So all those factors scare people, but I think the biggest is price. Yeah. So there are other alternatives, and that's what I want to talk about because sure. um, I do believe that people need to do something about it because it's really more expensive to do nothing than it is to do something. Right. 
but yeah. people don't like that price tag. Right, and they're like, well, I'm probably never going to need long-term care. So, uh, and, and that's probably not true. The odds are against that. So let's talk about those solutions, but take a quick break first. Is there anything you want to add before the break? Yeah, sure. We're talking about long-term care today and long-term care insurance. Like I said, I did a video on actually paying for long-term care. How do you do it? What are the options? And it's on YouTube or at dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Just search for it. You'll find it. And it's a pretty informative video. It's short and sweet. But if you want to get more information about your particular situation, you want to get actual pricing and costs and details on your options, give us a call. We'll give that to you at no charge. This is part of our part of our planning process is factoring in how to cover long-term care expenses. The number to call is 888-508-5935 or you go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com to contact us. Again, that number 888-508-5935. We're here to talk about long-term care, which is definitely one of the top three reasons why financial retirement planning's fail. All right. Well, I can't wait to find out what some of these solutions are, Dan, but let's take a quick break first and listeners stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Dolphin Financial Radio after this. My name is Trevor and we'll be right back with more Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, this is Peter and you are listening to my dad talk about financial stuff. Radio is cool, but if you're like me, you would rather watch videos. Did you know my dad has a YouTube channel? Go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com or search for Dolphin Financial Group on YouTube to watch some cool videos. This is Peter signing out with a Dolphin Noise. And welcome back to Dolphin Financial Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Dan Wendell of the Dolphin Financial Group. And Dan, today we're talking about long-term care and how to prepare for these costs that will eventually affect a lot of people. Um, You or your spouse probably, uh, unfortunately, uh, either you or your spouse or both will eventually need some type of long-term care and the costs are outrageous. So you have to figure out a way that you're going to cover that. And you talked about in our first segment, how long-term care insurance in the past was something people used, but it's so expensive just to have that insurance. uh, And a lot of companies don't offer it anymore. So uh, what are the solutions? Are there some more solutions you have for us? There are, uh, luckily, but I'm telling you, this is one of the biggest banes of of my job is is coming up with a solution for long-term care because, like you said, most people are going to need it. And it's so darn expensive. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to money. Uh, retirement planning is about income. And most people don't have enough income to live and also pay for a long-term care facility on top. So you really need to factor this in. And so what I was looking at, the traditional long-term care insurance policies, you'll use them. But I like to use them for catastrophic, like I said, really pump up that elimination period, lower the costs. You got to add an inflation rider. um, And you're still going to be running into expense that people just have a tough time swallowing. So what else can you do? You can self-fund, put money aside, and don't touch it and allocate it for long-term care expenses. But a lot of people can't afford that either. The middle America, the people that have um, enough assets where they don't want to just squander it on long-term care, but they they don't have enough to actually pay 
for a long-term care facility, they're the ones that need to look at some alternative. And one alternative that I think is really picking up, catching some fire and really spreading is this idea of a long-term care life insurance hybrid. Now, I'm not a big proponent of buying life insurance as you get into retirement if you don't need to pass on. I mean, the true benefit of life insurance is death benefit. Let's get that straight. I don't like to use it as an investment option, except for a rarely few cases. I don't like buying life insurance to, you know, just because. So a lot of people are turned off by that. But when you think about it for long-term care, it adds a whole new dimension to it, which is very interesting and becoming more popular. And what I mean by it is you can buy a life insurance policy with a set death benefit. Let's call it a $100,000 life insurance policy. Now, what happens when you buy life insurance? Well, you pay for it. You can pay for it in a lump sum or you can pay for it monthly or yearly or however you want to do it. When you die, whatever the death benefit is goes to your beneficiary, your named beneficiary. However, you can buy a long-term care insurance hybrid life insurance policy, which allows you the same thing. If you die and don't touch it, you beneficiary gets the hundred percent of the death benefit, whoever gets the death benefit. But if you add the long-term care insurance rider to it, you will be allowed to actually access the death benefit for your own benefit. So it's not as if you can only benefit when you die, which some question whether or not that's the truth, but you can actually access your death benefit while you're alive to pay for long-term care. So you can pay for a nurse to come to your house or you can pay to go to a, a nursing home using your death benefit money. So if you have that $100,000 life insurance policy and you need $50,000 to pay for a nursing care, you could reduce your death benefit by the 50000 and spend it on yourself. Now, your beneficiary is going to get less money because you've taken it out, but you can use it for yourself, which is what you want. So people are starting to say, wait a sec, if I don't need long-term care and I die, my beneficiaries get the money. But if I do need long-term care while I'm alive, I can use that same pool of money. That is so much more appealing than the use it or lose it mentality of the traditional long-term care insurance. And it's more appealing than a traditional life insurance policy because that only benefits not you, right? It's only beneficiary um, to those that you name when you pass away. But this is a combo. And that is so appealing to people. So what you're basically doing is you're setting aside a pool of money for long-term care event if needed. And if not, as something that your beneficiary would get, whether it be your spouse, your children, or whomever. Wow. So I like that. I like that option. And I know that there are a lot of different retirement vehicles out there that now have options that you can add on for a small fee uh, and get coverage for long-term care. Is that correct? That's right. So you could do with an annuity, which is also an insurance product, uh, paying you, you know, $10,000 a year, say, you're getting an annuity that pays it. But if you add some sort of long-term care rider to it, some companies will allow that 10000 to double, say, and turn to 20000 a year um, to pay for long-term care if you need it. So you have to, again, you have to prove that two out of six activities of daily living are what you need, and then they'll allow you to 
they'll double your income or they'll allow you to take more out or if in case of a life insurance policy, they'll allow you to take the death benefit on yourself tax-free while you're alive. So it's quite, quite different than long-term care insurance, traditional, and it's n- relatively new. I'd say this started in, you know within the past 20 years and it's, it's, it's still unknown. A lot of people don't know about it. So I like it because it's, it's a little different and it, and it allows you to plan for something that you normally would find too expensive. So for instance, I'll give you some examples of how I use it. Um, you might be sitting on a pool of money that you want to leave to your grandkids. Again, we'll call it $100,000. So you might say, I want my 100000 to go to little Johnny and little Susie. And, you know, the rest of my money I want to spend. Well, what you can do is you could take that $100,000 as a lump sum and give it to an insurance company to leverage for long-term care or and or a death benefit for little Johnny and little Susie. So you, you might say, here, insurance company ABC, here's $100,000. Give me a long-term care life insurance policy. And they might say, okay, your $100,000 has turned into $200,000 of death benefit. So now little Johnny and little Susie are getting twice as much as you originally thought they would. However, if you need long-term care or home health care at any point while you're alive, and you could prove that with a doctor's note, will allow you to access the $200,000 on yourself. And you might use it, you might not, but regardless, whatever you don't use will still go to little Johnny and little Susie. That is called a single premium hybrid life insurance. And that's really appealing to people that have a lump sum that they want to allocate for specifically for long-term care. Now, there's another way to doing it, and it could be um, I want to pay monthly or yearly. And so you might have your required minimum distributions kicking in because you're 70 and a half. Sure. And you might be getting $5,000 a year that you don't necessarily need, or you know you can spend it, but you might say, you know what, I'm going to use that 5000 and I'm going to buy a long-term care life insurance hybrid policy. It's going to give me you know $100,000 of death benefit or whatever it is, and it'll go to my wife if I die. But if I need it for home health care, there it is. I can use it, and you keep paying I for like it. I like that option. Yeah. So there's there are some really interesting options. There's others, but I think that's the most popular right now, the one that I lean toward. Uh, it makes sense to people. They yeah. like the use it or use it mentality versus the use it or lose it. And and you could put an actual pool together and say, this is my long-term care pool. This and there's is a death actual benefit, amount. which is probably a tax-free death benefit. Absolutely. And yeah. the death and death benefits tax free and also the long term care benefits tax free. You nice. don't pay taxes on that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's huge. Well, it's good to know there are some viable options that have uh, come about uh, because regular long term care insurance is basically, if not gone the way of the pension, as we like to say, yeah. uh, has, uh, you know, it's they got their price prohibitive and they don't really do you any good until or unless you absolutely have to have them, uh, which is not a good thing. So uh, good options today. I like it, Dan. Now, is there anything else you want to add before we end the show today? Yeah. Like I mentioned, long-term care is one of the top three reasons why retirement plans fail. I come, I, I come from it from a holistic perspective. People come to me all the time and say, here's my retirement plan. What do you think? And when I start talking about, well, what happens if one of you has a stroke and needs home health care? Where's the money coming from that? And it's always like, the, oh, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. No one wants to talk about needing it, but I do because 
that's where that's where the rubber meets the road. So if you are planning to retire, thinking about it, trying to build some sort of retirement dream or plan, make sure you're factoring in long-term care. You don't have to buy long-term care insurance. You don't have to buy one of these hybrid products. You might be able to self-fund. You might be able to rely on Medicare, but you need to figure that out prior to. You can't wait until it happens to then figure it out because that's usually where it fails. And people just don't factor it in. They don't want, they don't think about this type of thing because A, it's really not fun to think about and B, it's expensive. So you need to, but you can't ignore it. Ignoring it and doing nothing is the least, the least prosperous way to go. It's the most expensive option. Paying for long-term care at the moment you need it is not going to be cheap, as we know. So factor it in. Make sure you're talking about it. Give me a call if you want to talk about your specific situation. I'll be glad to help you. Give you all the options. Let you look at different ways of handling it. And then you decide what makes sense for you. Again, we do this because it's all part of the retirement planning process. If you're if you're working with someone and, and it's helping you with their retirement plans and they're not talking about long-term care, they're doing you a disservice and you need to make some adjustments. Start planning for it ahead of time. That's all I can say about it. Absolutely, as soon as possible, start thinking about it. If you're in your 50s, this is a perfect time to start thinking about long-term care. I know it sounds crazy. You may not need it for 20, 30 years, but now's the time to do it. Just like anything else, Tony, yeah. preparation is always better than, you know, flying by the seat of your pants. Yep. Preparation and participation. The keys That's to it. life right there. So right. Dan, great show today. Good information to help us get a plan in place to cover some of these outrageous healthcare costs we're going to experience in retirement, uh, long-term care being one of the most expensive uh, that people have to deal with. So is there anything else you want to add before we go today? It may sound expensive, but it's worth looking at. Don't write it off completely, but know your options. The easiest way to get in touch with me, give me a call, 888-508-5935. Go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Click on the radio tab. Subscribe to this podcast so you get one every week. We do different ones, different topics. You never know what we're going to talk about. You never know how Tony's going to respond. So it <laughs> keeps it fun and interesting. Sure. Again, just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com or call 888-508-5935. Tony, thanks for a good show. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at DolphinFinancialGroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for information informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.